good, everybody? Welcome to Welcome to the Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting, and it's not close. This is our Preakness Stakes Mega Preview, the second leg of the Triple Crown this Saturday, 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, there will not be a Triple Crown winner this year. That's because that rich strike, the 80-to-1 shot that won the Kentucky Derby, not running this week, but there will be nine horses in the race this weekend, and they look a little something like this, courtesy of the jeweler. There it is. Epicenter is the six to five current betting favorites. We'll get to our entire board, including a pick for the Black Eyed Susan on Friday. But before we get to that and bring in the stars of the show, a little word from our partners. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And look who I have back at my disposal. Am I the luckiest man in all sports betting right now? Oh, baby. Now. I got to start with a man who's wearing a shirt that I need to know the little background on it. Gene Menez, welcome back to the early edge. And uh, are you a little disappointed in that shirt that there will not be a triple crown winner this year? How can you be disappointed in this shirt, coach? <laughs> you know, I got my secretariat silks shirt on. Thanks to Michelle, you and, and smile happy. Unfortunately, this was the only bet that cast in the Kentucky <laughs> Because of that 80 to 1 long shot, Rich Strike. Listen, the what makes the Preakness great is that there is always a triple crown uh, champion possibility, right? And without Rich Strike and the Preakness stakes on Saturday, we don't have that. It's a little disappointing for maybe your average uh, sports fan. Michelle and I still love horse racing, so we're going to be watching and we still love it. And there's a great storyline with Secret Oath trying to become the seventh Philly to win the Preakness Stakes, and her trainer, D. Wayne Lucas, trying to tie the record for most Preakness wins by a trainer with seven. All right, but with that being said, Michelle Hughes, we bring you back in. Great to have you back on the early edge. Is it making for a worse betting race that we don't have the 20 horses, we don't have Rich Strike, we don't have all of this, we have nine. What say you? Way better betting race now, right? I mean, when you're looking at the Derby, you're really only betting on eight or nine horses anyways, which is probably why we all missed out on the 80 to one shot. Um, here, I can still chuck out a couple horses I think have zero chance, but we're getting the, the cleaner trip situation, which is always favorable, right? You might have a horse you love in the Derby, and he might be five wide around every turn and just costs him the race. Here, nine horses, it's competitive. There should be a little bit of a price, uh, you know, maybe not epicenter, but on everybody else that you might like underneath. And you're going to get a cleaner trip. You have a much better visual on the race and how it unfolds. So I think the Preakness still a super fun race. I can't wait. And we're going to have great picks for it. Let's get right into our board for the day because we're going to start on Friday. Black Eyed Susan, three-year-old Phillies. 5.44 exactly p.m. Eastern time. So, Gene, you're going to go first, and then, Michelle, you're just going to piggyback right behind. Gene, who do you got on Friday? Let's get it going. So this is a great betting race. It's wide open, 13 fillies. There's a lot of speed in this race, so I want a horse who's going to be coming from off the pace and finishes. Trainer Chad Brown's 
horses always finish well. So my pick is going to be distinctly possible. She's six to one on the morning line. Chad liked her so much that last year she ran in a grade one race as a maiden without even having won a race. She finished second that day. She won her uh, three-year-old debut uh, earlier or last month. Uh, and has been trained up to this. I think she's going to get the perfect setup, and I like her price at six to one. All right. Well, Jean, I I, I don't like first time versus winners for maidens. That's just not my favorite angle. So for me, I'm going to go with a horse with a little bit more experience on top. I like Adair Manor, now trained by Sean McCarthy. She was narrowly defeated in the Santa Anita Oaks, going the mile in a sixteenth, and. That was disappointing for me, but Desert Dawn had been training really forwardly going into that race, and I thought that she acquitted herself decently enough in the Kentucky Oaks to say that Adair Manor coming in here has a chance. Now, because she is a low price, I do want to back her up with two horses that are better prices. The 12th favor for Todd Fletcher coming off a third-place finish in the Fairground Oaks behind Echo Zulu and Hidden Connection, and then um, Biguin, or Biguin, I don't know how to say her name, the five-horse in here for Danny Peltz. Coming in off a runner-up effort in the fantasy behind Nujiri, who really aired that day. I like the fact that this filly is very versatile. She could go to the front. If there's too much pace up there, like Jean thinks there's going to be, she can come from just off of it. She gets first go around. She's going to get a big rider upgrade here to Jose Ortiz. So I want to back up Adair Manor with those two price horses. By the way, 2027 Ryder Cup at Adair Manor. How about that? Bring in golf into the horse racing world. All right, let's get into Saturday now. Because Saturday, and by the way, if you're not a Sportsline member, what in the world are you doing? Ten bucks a month? You did that this morning at Starbucks, I promise you. Now, we have all these horse racing videos that we did for you to educate you on what the different bets are that you can make. Trifecta and Exactus. We have videos at Sportsline just for you if you're brand new. But Gene. Talk to me on what trifecta and or exacta you're looking at on Saturday, sir. Well, my trifecta is going to be epicenter, and I wish I could be a little bit more creative here, but he's the most likely winner. I actually like him to win uh, my pick uh, to win, and, and at even odds, he's right now at six to five. Uh, I think that's value. So why if trifecta is going to be epicenter over early voting and secret oath, the Philly, now, that, if that comes epicenter, secret voting, or I'm sorry, secret oath, early voting, that also wins as well. Early voting is the Chad Brown horse that finished second in the Wood Memorial and has trained up to the Preakness. And secret oath is the filly who is coming off the victory in the Kentucky Oaks. And the more I lo look at her, the more I like her. So that's my uh, trifecta for Saturday. Michelle, go ahead. I I like that right there. All those numbers, <laughs> that's that's pretty much the way I think it's going to go as well. Unfortunately, it's not going to pay very much, but that's the way to go. If you don't necessarily think that Epicenter is going to win, just chuck those three in a box, and then hopefully they come in one, two, three in any order. I mean, Epicenter's trying to emulate his uh, kind of stablemate Curlin. Steve Asmussen trained him, couldn't win the Derby, wins the Preakness. The last uh, one of the best fillies that we had win was Rachel Alexandra. She won the year. We had a 50-to-1 horse mind that bird win the Kentucky Derby. And Chad Brown has won one Preakness. That was with Cloud Computing. And he did it off a Withers third-place finish, skipping the Derby into the Preakness. So all these horses have a great storyline that we'll be able to feed into. But also, uh, I think these are the most logical horses on paper as well. And I also think that because of what happened at the Kentucky Derby, a lot of people are going to be like, I just like to cash eight ticket. I don't care what, ticket, just a ticket. All right, we got two more big picks to get to before we got to get the hell out of Dodge. Ten minutes or less is what we 
at least try to do. So I need a long shot. Now, normally you'd be like, coach, long shots never win. Really? 80 to 1 just won two weeks ago. So, Gene, give me a horse that we don't necessarily think is going to win. But if they do, I told you so. Talk to me. Sorry, I don't have an 80 to 1 shot for you, coach. But listen, a double digit long shot has finished either first or second in the last nine Preakness stakes. On Saturday, I think that's going to be Creative Minister. He was late arriving to the scene as a, uh, on the, onto the track, but has, has uh, won. He won his last race on the Derby undercard, a very fast race. He had to be supplemented for $150,000 into the Preakness and the Belmont. So his, his connections really need him to finish third to uh, get their money back. So uh, if you're looking for that uh, double-digit long shot, it's Creative Minister for me. Uh, I like it better when we fight. This is not fun. Can we? So do I. So do I. <laughs> I like Creative Minister, too, if you're looking for a long shot, but because he's the best price, right? He's the only horse that's double digits that makes any kind of sense. The other ones, I could outrun half of them. So, I, I mean, if, if it was like Gene versus, you know, uh, Happy Jack, I actually might pick Gene in that instance. So, for me, I wasn't like the huge a huge fan of any of those. So, you end up on Creative Minister because he's like the unknown. But just for, like, fun against each other's sake, like – I'll just say simplification now, since Gene said creative minister. Um, okay. I think he had a lot of, he tried to come from really far back in the Kentucky Derby. I think the turn back in distance will actually work in his favor. And breaking from the rail with a new rider, I actually would like to see him sent a little bit from that slot so he can get an easier position up in front. And maybe he has the rich strike trip around the rail instead of uh, coming you know, wide and, and, and diddle daddling all through other horses. Yeah, Michelle, you know what you just did, though, right? You I know what head you to head. <laughs> no, you didn't make Happy Jack's going to win now. Oh no, no, no. going to win now, and somebody's going to take that last thirty seconds out of this show and post it and be like, "Gene, can you beat the Preakness Stake winner?" You know. know what? If Happy Jack wins the Preakness, Team O'Neill is all about like, why not us? And like, more power to them. I cannot fathom this horse winning the Preakness. Like, if okay. he wins, I will go to the barn and, like, serve him a cake. Okay. Well, Chris okay. P. Yes, I'll take cake, too. Chris P. says, this is the best show simply due to Michelle. Sorry, M Squared. Sorry, AB. How about that, Michelle? They love you in the chat. Got to get the bag, says, I don't know anything about the horse racing, but because it's early edge, it's cash money. Let's ride tailing these bets. Got to get the bag. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for joining us live. Now, we got one more pick to make. And that, of course, is the winner. Who's going to cross the finish line first? Gene, you're up. Epicenter. One word, epicenter. You know, he was arguably the best horse in the Kentucky Derby. He was closest to that fast pace. The pace on Saturday should not be the meltdown that we saw two weeks ago in the Kentucky Derby. He's Drawn great in the number eight hole, so he can sit off the pace if he needs to be. I think he wins, uh, and I think six to five is great value. I even think I think even money would be great value because I think he's a better than a 50-shot chance to win. Ditto. I like Epicenter. He was my derby horse. He's going to be my Preakness horse as well. I mean, he did everything but win that race. He threw down when he needed to. He showed a new dimension and all those, oh, social media crybabies that didn't like his three-hole. You can't complain about his draw here. I love Epicenter. Uh, you, what? Social media is not real? Social media is <laughs> not real? It is. I mean, it's entertaining. 
<laughs> all right, we're at the end. We've got no more time. There's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know. All you horse racing fans know exactly what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these Preakness Stake tickets straight to the pay window. My entire crew, I love them. Michelle, Gene, the jeweler behind the scenes at the brand doing all the hard work. I am the coach. We're here every single day at 10 a.m. Then coming up, top of the hour, 15 minutes, early edge in Five are storylines and best bets for the NBA tonight. Western Conference Finals, the Mavs and the Warriors. We never stop because of you. I'm the coach. This is the Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.